Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Stay, guys. Lots of love to you. She's here. She's little Linda. <laughs> Linda from Liddles. Hello, Linda. How are you? Say hello to the listeners. Hello. Hello. How's it going? Where have you been? Very well. Oh, I went for my first working session Did at my you? new place. Yeah. Where was it? You went down the lane to your first working session. Well, you know, I've got a new job as a school secretary. Oh, oh yes, yeah. that's right. Go so on. So I went over to school and yes. it was one of those kind of um, all morning sessions. You got there yes. very early. They had pastries. Oh, lovely. And coffee. Oh, you made me go all... Rishi Sunak and that. Rishi And then at lunchtime there were butties. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Not not after all that food you couldn't. But and that's and that's and that's all I have to say about that. It was great. There was someone there providing the catering and I am looking forward to working. Do there. you think it's always going to be like that? It better or... had, otherwise I'll be is there a secretary's union? I don't think I so. I will make one. I've noticed that now the staff room is not like it was when I was at school. When I was at school, oh. you'd go and see the teachers and you'd, they'd open the door. Oh. It was like a Spandau ballet concert. Oh, wasn't it? All the it? smoke came out and, and, and out from behind the clouds there would oh, come a like coffee was... smell. Uh, yeah, and they'd go, what do you want, kind of thing. Yeah, but I... now it's all very clean air. I know. I have this very special friend who I told you about last week who went to Lidl's uh, with the... The the piddle, yeah. Little with the piddle. And she uh, is a teacher, and she says, You'll be a mate in a staff room. I'm sorry to say this, and to any teachers, absolutely hats off to you. But she says, She seems to remember that the level of conversation is not what it was. In our day, there'd be someone, you know, with half moon glasses going through the Guardian crossword. Yes. Now it's all Love Island this and bloody Big Brother that. And is it because they're all youngsters now? It's because they're all a bit bloody stupid oh, anyway dear. nowadays. But Namaste. Namaste to teachers. I'm, I'm only kidding. We appreciate you. We do appreciate you. Uh, so you enjoyed that and you think it's not the honeymoon period. You think that will last, do you? I am banking on it, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to kick off immediately, because we've got to get this bloke on Zoom, with a message from Leo Cunningham. Dear Clinton, when I was a young boy, I moved to a new council house with my mum. It was a semi-detached, nice area. 
Within a week of staying there, stuff started to move about the place. Kitchen drawers would open and cutlery would rattle. Lights in the living room would flicker. My mum didn't tell anyone in case the council took the house off us. It was the 80s. One night when I was sleeping, and that's when it happened, in the corner of my room I heard the voice of a little girl asking for help. Oh, Jesus. She mumbled something about a park. Then my Tommy Toy record player started to play. You know, the ones with the plastic discs that look like vinyl. The second night I woke up and felt pressure on my chest. I was paralysed and couldn't move. I saw a shadowy figure. It was about seven to eight feet tall. <coughs> probably scraping its head off the Artex ceiling. I managed to break free and screamed. My mum tried to open the door but couldn't. About a month later, I started to have dreams about the crab apple tree in the back garden. I would always have a knife stuck into it. That's it. Enjoy. That was weird. That's well, well perhaps we can ask. Leo, what he meant by the last bit, or if not, it's just going to be a case of... ..and not very good. Oh, Let's yes. see what Leo has to say. He has enticed us with a, with a, an apple, a, a crab apple, a crab apple tree with a knife stuck into it. I, don't, I, I would know. say that the little girl thing, yes, spooky. The pressure on your chest, yes, spooky. Dreams about apples, less so. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's slightly, slightly ruined it at the end, but nevertheless, we'll find out if it's going to end up like that or it does actually entice us in some way as we go to Zoom and speak to Leo. Leo is here. He's on the Zoom from Dunfermline. Start with the first things first. Tell us about this council house you lived in. Yeah, so I'll, I'll take you back in a, in a journey. It was 1980s. Uh, I was a young boy. I moved to a new council house with my mum. It was a semi-detached, nice area. Uh, we Within a week of staying there, uh, stuff started to, to happen in the house. Stuff started to move. Kitchen drawers started to open, cutlery yes. would rattle, then um, lights in the living room would flicker. Yes. Um, so, yeah, my mum obviously didn't tell anyone because uh, in case the council took the house off of us at Thatcherism, it was in the 80s after all. Yes. Uh, and then one night I was uh, sleeping and that's when it happened. In the corner of my room, um, I heard the voice uh, of a little girl asking for help. Uh, she mumbled something about being lost in a park. And then in the, uh, next to the corner of the room, I had a, like a toy record player that started to play. Um, it started to play various different music. Um, then, yeah, second night, the, the situation continued. Um, I woke up and felt pressure on my chest. Yes. Paraly paralyzed with fear and I couldn't move. And then saw a shadowy figure. It was about seven, eight feet tall. All right, all right. You're... you're, you're... Shooting your load on this one. Can I just take you back, please, Leo? Yeah. First of all, I'm just going to be like Linda. I believe you, but I want to ask you this: You've moved into this council house. It was a new. It was a new build. Was it a new build or not? Yeah, new build. Yeah. Okay. Some of these drawers, shoddy workmanship. Was it on a slope? Was it on a slope? They come open. The electric. It's on a corner. Yeah, it's on a corner. It was on a corner. Right. The electrics. Dodgy, dodgy wiring. I'm just going to get this out of the way. Just, just busy road rattling the um, metals. Was it a busy road? Yes, it was. Yeah. Leo, come on, stick up for your story. Fight for it. 
Well, I actually believe that there, w- there was paranormal activity. Um, you know, when you start to see eight foot tall men in your bedroom, mm. you know, even a, yes, I think that was a classic to me. Having had these things, that was classic night paralysis, sleep paralysis that you had there. And you may have been in your semi sleep state, and that might have been partially dreamt. But the sensation of waking up and not being able to move is very real. Listen to this. Listen to this silly. (laughs) (laughs) You know. Is Mr. Knowles in your thesis? (laughs) He knows what he saw. An old man, yes. Yeah, his head hitting off the Artex. Remember, 80s Artex was was quite prevalent. Well, you Um, still got it in here, (laughs) my house. Right, so hold on. Can I ask you? This is what really intrigues me. On the child's record, what was it? Fisher Price? Or no, you're a bit older than that. Yeah, it it was a Tommy. Tommy. What was it playing? I mean, did it play something spooky, or did you, it had what you, what you had on there, presumably? Can yeah, it was or something. So it, it was. Uh, it sounded like Culture Club, but it was. I think it was a nursery rhyme in reverse. Ooh. Oh, that is spooky. I mean, it sounded like Culture Club, and well, it had, it had the, the the high dulcet tones of uh, Boy George, and then. You know, kind of where he is now, that the kind of lower, deeper voice, it was up and down. And... Bloody hell. Right, what happened with the crab tree? Yeah, so uh, let me see. Um, I think about a month after all of that stuff and, you know, all, all the things going on in the room and the noise and, and things moving, um, I started to have these dreams about the crab tree. So we had a crab tree in the back, um, okay. in the back of the garden, and then in the dream, I would start to see a knife being stuck inside of the tree. Right. Like someone's just taking a knife from the drawer, from the kitchen, one right. of those rattling drawers, and then push. There you go. Bang. And, and what is the relevance of that, if anything? I don't know. I've been trying to decipher it ever since. So, you know, I think about, let me see, 35 years has passed, and I'm still yeah. trying to decipher what it means. And I'm hoping maybe you could tell me what you think it might mean. Well, I know what it means. Linda here will tell you it means fuck all. Well, no, I'm thinking you had park, you had the park on your mind, obviously, after that little voice saying that she was lost in the park. Yeah. I'm wondering whether mm-hmm. the tree has any significance there, no connection. What do you think, well, Clinton, in your expert? Oh, I know exactly what that means. Go on. Well, it means, well, first of all, it's synonymous with life. It's synonymous with life, the tree, right? It's sucking up from the ground. It's a live, living entity. What your spirit was telling you to kill that, kill, bang, kill, kill. That's what it was saying. Something as lovely and as wonderful as the, the magic of nature, Mother Nature renewing, regenerating, was saying, stick a knife in the crab tree. Does that mean anything to you, Leo? Maybe, maybe. Tell you your know, face, then. I, I mean, I, I did start to have resentment towards my, uh, my mum for moving us to that house um so i don't know maybe there's a correlation between the knife tree and my mum i don't know and, and suddenly, oh, suddenly yes, family tree <laughs> suddenly things turned very dark yeah. <laughs> with leo here really did did you resent your mum uh any yeah how do you I get still do. she's not buried under the tree is she no Chapman? no no one no one was buried i did try and dig it up and then you know council come out there was complaints and yeah yeah, you're not allowed near the tree, and it's, yeah, that's another issue. You were a menace to the tree. Did you try to dig up the tree as a result of this dream? 
Did you? Yeah. It's a bit extreme, isn't it? I know. I got like maybe two shovels worth and then just gave up. Yeah. And how old are you again? Remind us. I think about five, six years old. Very powerful age, that. Very powerful. I don't want to sound like Jacob Reese Mogg, but let's face it, the council gave you a lovely council house. You turned your nose up. There's a nice tree in the back garden. You tried to dig the bloody thing up. Sir, you know, just keep digging. Keep digging. Right, one thing I want to ask you very quickly. Did your mother, uh, before you buried her under the tree, did she believe it was supernatural or did she? She did. She was absolutely convinced. She would tell everyone in the street. Then things started to get a bit strange. People would start queuing up outside the house, the back garden. I don't know, it became a bit of a celebrity situation. Um, so Really? Yeah. What, the basis of you dreaming about sticking a knife in a crabapple tree? Yeah, and all the other things happening to the house, yeah. Really? I mean, the area the area we lived in was called Shafton, so I, yeah. I don't know. It sounds, sounds supernatural, I think. Well, it sounds like a knocking shop is what it sounds like, but it knows it does. Right, and have you... Have you experienced anything since, or was it just Shafton? It was just Shafton, yeah, yeah. You spent a lot of time Shafton? Pathetic. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Are you shafting us? Is my question, Leo. Absolutely not, Clinton. I mean, I have come here looking for answers. I need, I need okay, to well, you know what, to Mike, rest. I, Yes, I'm saying that it was uh, definitely uh, a spook. It was definitely a spirit, unless you are shafting us, in which case you've been very cheeky, young Leo. Right. Okay, let us know if there's anything else that occurs, all right? Will do. Thanks again. Oh, wonderful to hear. What a lovely fella. Yes. What a wonderful Or is he? Or is he? We're not sure. All right, Leo, lots of love. Thanks for that. Bye-bye. Fading now, Leo. Fading now. I'm here in Stratford, not upon Avon, uh, East London. I'm here with Shelley O'Neill, who is a comedy agent, aren't you, Shelley? Oh, and she got me into this awful gig tonight, but we won't mention that. <laughs> it was terrible. But anyway, she's here, she's laughing. She, she seems to think it's funny. At last, someone's laughed in the building. <laughs> Shelley, if we can go from the shit to the <laughs> scary. <laughs> Please tell me what we can say. I know it's something that's very dear to you. Oh, it's something that happened. Could you I... tell us? In the studio, Linda put on the spooky music. Shelley, the floor is yours. I was brought up in a pub and we had a room. I had a room in the attic and yes. always in the night, mm. the balls of the pool table would drop. Whoa, 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 whoa. Can you go slowly and spookily? And you heard them downstairs, sort of thing. I would get up and I would be like, "What was that?" And it'd mm. be the, it would be the balls dropping in the pool table. Right. When you so, okay. How do you know that? You would go down and have a look, or? Shelley has just asked me, can you chop this? I've got a horrible feeling that's the end of the story. No, I've got a better one. Oh, f- <laughs> <hell>. <laughs> it wouldn't take much. What's the better one? Go on. Shelley's now reversing and back. Forget that. Forget the balls. Forget the balls. What's the real story? Here we go. Put the music on again, Linda. See if this goes any fucking better. Here we go. I was once staying at a bed and breakfast. Slowly. 
was in a bed and breakfast yes. in um, North Yorkshire, and it right. was very spooky. There yes. was mist. It was very um, old cottage, mm. a B and B. Right. And um, amazingly, in the in the guest bedroom was an old Victorian four poster bed. Right. Go on. Very grand. Yes. And um, yeah, like two steps up to it. It was that tall. I know. And then in the night. I woke feeling very, very cold. Mm. It was strange. I knew something was different in the room. Different. A change of temperature. Did you think it might be something spooky, or did you think the central heating had gone off? Exceptionally spooky. It's North Yorkshire. Maybe they haven't had it yet, but go on. And then I felt what was like something on top of me. Really? Holding me down. And all of a sudden, my whole body was buzzing at, like the TV, the, like the snow on the TV. The snow on like the TV? When you get that interference on the TV, oh, you get I the see. snow. I see. And my whole body was buzzing with that sort of sound and right. feeling. The, the, the thing on top of you, I mean, did you think it was a person, the spirit of a person, or, you, or like a heavy blanket? I or? do believe it felt like a body and you, had and, come and, and in you on your own? to me. No, I was with my then partner. Right, and what did he say? He was soundo, fast asleep. And did you, could you, could you, can you hear me trying to draw something out of this flipping thing, (laughs) ring something out of it? Did you, did you say anything to him? Did you try and wake him up? I couldn't speak. I was completely terrified or paralysed. I couldn't. I couldn't pull my any limbs up. I couldn't. I had no voice. Did it feel like a, just, a human being, like a human ghost? It did feel very much like a like a pressure person on me. And then eventually, I uh, I I was screaming in my head, mm. and the pressure just went. And then there was a figure in the corner. A figure in the corner. A figure in oh the corner. Oh my god! Looking like what? Like well, a man or something? Like a shape of a, of a man. Big, but not, couldn't see any face, couldn't see features. And so surely you woke up your fellow then, didn't you? I then did, yes. My God. And so you're convinced that that was a ghost? Yes. That's and the second time that's happened to me. Well, they're, they're not the snooker balls. <laughs> don't, please don't try to, don't try to rescue that story um so so the second time what the second time someone's coming and laying on top of you oh again it was in a very um old cottage it's getting better deepest, better you see go on. deepest darkest norfolk yes and it was all stonewall and i was sleeping at a friend's house mm. on the floor mm. and on a mattress and uh again same thing it was two three in the morning and all of a sudden I just felt this coldness and a pressure on me and then this weird sort of like a like like a um what do you call it like this like a A fella (laughs) what what word are you looking for no just that weird buzzing feeling my whole body was buzzing and i couldn't speak and i couldn't move it was just completely paralyzed playing devil's advocate it's it's not like a sleep paralysis type thing you believe it was a do believe it was a spirit I do believe it was a spirit. Do you, very quick question. Do you think that that shadow you saw in the corner, yeah. the ghost, do you think you could recognise that? Do you think you remember what Somebody it Somebody that, that I've met. You've met or 
spirits or, or is it a familiar spirit that somehow has been with you? I felt it was with the house. With the house? I Did you do like any research? The bed and breakfast was haunted. Can you name it? It had. Uh, it was in Hope Village. It was in Hope Village. If anyone's from Hope Village... Please do. OK. Well, that was that was very good, Shelley. Thank you. At last, some entertainment on this night <laughs> of terrible nights. Thank you, my love. Wonderful. You're, you're very welcome. Fading now. Fading now. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care plush care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss that's plushcare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Oh, we've got a main meal of a story now, haven't we, Linda? A main meal from Take a Break, Fate and Fortune, Haunted, my house is haunted. Sometimes they're nice, other times they're very naughty, but I'm never scared by Joe, I want to say Joe Lycian, it's not, Joe Lycian, 54 Spooky Music, please, Linda, here we go. Pointing to something sticking out of a pile of broken twigs and dry leaves, my husband Sean exclaimed, that looks like a baby's arm. <laughs> Oh, Best Christ. Best story ever. Yeah, it's not what you think it is. Is that your willy? Yeah, I think that's I think that's what that refers to. Go on. Don't be daft, I laughed, but when I got closer, sure enough, a doll's arm was poking oh. out of the mound... Is that your willy? <laughs> the mound of... Debris, oh, my oh, God. God. ...that had collected in one of the rooms of the derelict mansion. It was June 2018 and we were exploring Oakhurst House, an abandoned country house in Shining Cliff Knit Woods near Ambergate, Derbyshire, as a possible location for a paranormal investigation. Wow, exciting. <coughs> Who'd leave a baby's arm there? I wondered. 
as Sean pulled it from a heap of twigs. <laughs> Made of plastic, the doll was naked and dirty, its ginger curly hair matted with leaves. Let's take it home, said no, Sean. Normal response. God, what a weirdo. <laughs> Let's take it home, said Sean. It would be sad to leave it here. How long has she been going out with Sean? It sounds like a fucking weirdo. <laughs> I guess one more won't make much difference. Oh, I shrugged. They're one of them. You see, as an avid collector of antique dolls over 30 years, I've amassed 60 or so. But there's a twist. Oh. Oh, you just thank me. Oh, no, sorry, she didn't, didn't say that. I also run Paranormal Investigation Team Echoes of the Paranormal. <laughs> Echoes of the paranormal. <laughs> Worth doing twice. With Sean and my sister-in-law, Shailene. Terrible name. After visiting a museum of haunted artefacts and noting they had lots of dolls, I started investigating my own collection. And that's how I discovered that 40 of my dolls have a spirit attached. Imagine having 40 dolls, you silly move. <laughs> but you've actually got 20 duffs. Yeah. But there didn't seem anything particularly spooky about the doll we'd just found until we got back to the car and I started scrubbing it with baby wipes. Look at this weird writing on its back, I showed Sean. Odd symbols were scrawled on the plastic. That's really strange. I didn't recognise them, so I had a look online. They were the name of a demon, of course they oh, were. Oh, Christ. Asiel, in a script used in black magic, and I knew dark rituals were held in Shining Cliff Woods. I reckon this doll has been used in a ceremony to summon a demon, I told Sean. I was fascinated. So back home in Rotherham, South Yorkshire, I washed and dressed the doll, and then tried to uncover more about it. I turned on my spirit box, a paranormal investigation device which transmits spirits' voices. Is there a spirit attached to this doll, I asked. Demon! <gasps> a voice snarled. Then the spirit box spat out more words. Beelzebub, cursed, and fear me. And also, <laughs> believe it or not, I wasn't scared. But to be on the safe side, I popped the doll in a glass cabinet, then sprinkled black salt around it to protect it from whatever entity was attached. Yeah, clearly unbothered there. <laughs> Although most spirits attached to dolls aren't evil, I'm often contacted by people desperate to get rid of dolls they're frightened of. Well, it's easier than eBay, isn't it? Yeah. One was a little Victorian wooden doll. Its terrified owner begged me to take it. I keep hearing bangs in the house, she told me. A medium said the spirit of a little girl who owned the doll is attached to it. Really cheap myself. The night the doll arrived, an antique jug on a beam in our bedroom flew across the room. You can stop that. It, 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 it's naughty. Oh, let me find that. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's naughty. I told the spirit firmly, communicating with the spirit through my spirit board. I learned she was called Rosalind. She'd been strangled. And although a man had been blamed for her murder, the culprit was really her mother. Since then, the little girl's spirit hasn't caused any more activity. I think she's happy now. The truth has finally come out. As well as being sent dolls, I buy them to add to my collection. I search online, then choose the ones I'm drawn to. I can usually tell by looking at a picture of a doll online if there's a spirit attached to it. If I get a bad vibe, I steer clear. 
When I get a new doll, I do a mini paranormal investigation with my spirit board to see if a spirit has attached itself. If a spirit comes through, I do other studies to try to find out more about it. Filming live for our team's Facebook followers. Aha! Wow. A plug. Good. Well, good luck to her. Don't shoot the messenger. Don't shoot the messenger. It's only her telling her what she's discovered. If the spirit tells me their name, that's what I call the doll. Like the time I asked the spirit in a 1920s porcelain dolly, her name and the board spelt out Z-I-A. Zia. She told me she'd been a six-year-old witch whose daughter helped her die because she was terminally ill. Yeah, because she's a witch. Afterwards, I popped the doll in a pram in my bedroom. A few days later, I took a photo of it, and there in the snap were three ghostly faces looking at her. Although I didn't know who they were, realising the spirits were drawn to Zia, I started taking her to use on paranormal investigations as a trigger object. Wow. The spirit's doing it. It's clever. During an investigation at a haunted mansion in Mansfield, Nottinghamshire, I saw a huge orb hovering above Zia. Then it shot upstairs... Upwards, sorry, and disappeared. The following week, I took the doll to another investigation, but there was no response to it from spirits. That orb must have been Zia leaving through a portal, I told Shaleen. Well, there could be, or... And Oh. I'm going to stop doing that. I know you hate that. (laughs) One of my more recent buys is a morning doll in a coffin. Who'd make that a morning doll? Oh, the Victorians were dark. Oh, those bastards. In Victorian times, they were made to commemorate loved ones. That's right. When a body wasn't recovered, for example, if a sailor was lost at sea. The previous owner said it has an attachment, so I'm excited to find out more. I also own a midwife's training doll that I found on eBay. The doll is haunted by the spirit of a lady admitted to a psychiatric hospital after suffering a series of miscarriages Ooh. and stillbirths. She treated the doll, given to her by a midwife, like a real baby. Ooh. I never sell my dollies, and I've only given one away, which I took to a railway tunnel in Doncaster for the spirit of a gypsy girl who'd been killed by a train there in the 1800s. Linda looks absolutely appalled by I'm, this. I'm looking at the picture as well of the, do- music off. Of the dolly what? with the um, demonic writing on it. Okay. <laughs> yes, there is that a picture. Looks very fresh, doesn't it? <laughs> also, yes. given that she's supposed to have scrubbed this thing. Yeah. It looks very fresh, doesn't it? It does. Someone's clearly put a, a, a Sharpie on there and uh, it's easy to be cynical. Don't be a poo-pooer. Filming the investigation, I laid the doll on the tunnel floor. Suddenly, a white mist floated in front of the camera. The gypsy girl is thanking us for the doll, I told Sean. We've got dolls all over our home, in our bed, in prams, on chairs, in cabinets. And Sean's got one, he blows up. (laughs) And the spirits attached to them cause plenty of ghostly goings on. Orbs float across our bedroom. Probably bloody dust. I've been, yeah, I've been woken up by someone calling my name. And one spirit even unscrewed some glass droplets on my candelabra. I went down the lane. <laughs> <laughs> I know lots of people are freaked out by dolls, let yes. alone haunted ones, but far from being scared, I'm happy to share my home with them and the spirits residing in them. A very good story. That's, you're very cynical, Linda, because yeah. people... No, because people <laughs> do believe in this sort of thing. And I have heard a spirit attaching him or herself to uh, dollies. Well known. Have you well known. ever been entered after seeing a baby's arm? Now, that's the kind of cheap joke that I've come to expect from you, Linda. Absolutely disgusting. You know what I say? You're very cut 
off. Yes, you are. And Milo's too nice to say, but you're right, silly cow and all about that sort of thing. <laughs> right, let, can we please go to, just a sec, can we please go to some more problems? Clairvoyant, a modern modern day fortune teller, Keely Potts, uses psychometry yeah. to see your future. <laughs> Should I change career? Am I making the right decision leaving my current job and joining the NHS? I don't know if it's the right thing to do for my daughter or if I'm being selfish. There'll be a lot of night shifts as well as working public holidays like Christmas. I don't want her to feel like I'm not there for her. Can you offer any guidance from my ring? What? <laughs> I've asked for that. I've... <laughs> any guidance from my ring? Claire, 24, Bishop Auckland. And this is the answer. I know you want to balance everyone's needs, but sometimes we have to take a leap into the unknown. I can see you will be working for the NHS sooner rather than later, and you will thrive and be a true asset. I can't see the long shifts or public holidays being an issue for you or your daughter. That's considerate, isn't it? Hold on, hold on. Spirit is pushing you every step of the way. You're going to make everyone so proud. Kimmy, are you going to babysit then? Claire is only 24, so I imagine the child is very young. Probably very young. You know, probably eight at most. So... Yeah, if you want to babysit, Keely, I mean, it's not <laughs> going to be a problem, the long shifts working at the NHS. I think it's a terrible idea, but you So do I. I think that's a very terrible idea. Well, listen, you, if you want to speak to her, I'll speak to bloody Linda Pollock. She's here, she's there, she's every and it's Linda Pollock. That's yeah. who you want to speak to her advice. How about this one, Linda? After discovering my husband of 20 years was having an affair, oh. he split. But I've now found out the woman he was seeing... Is pregnant. Oh my god. This has hit me harder than I thought it would. I bet. <laughs> Reawakening all the anger, hurt, and heartbreak I felt when we broke up. I want to be free of my ex and his new woman once and for all. They don't deserve to be living rent free in my head. Leonora, 47 of Reading, who sounds like she's planning some sort of grisly murder. This is this is what James Dean Fox says. When we split with someone, we can't just close the door on our feelings. That's true, isn't it? Mm. Try this daily ritual designed to help you hold on to the good memories, but wash away. So she wants to forget about them, but she's doing this every day. OK. No, it allows you to wash things away, apparently. Every morning for a week, wash your face using a blue flannel. This colour represents healing, right? Then stand in front of a mirror, hold the flannel over your face so you can't see yourself in the mirror and say, I washed the troubles of yesterday away. I reveal a new day. Remove the flannel, wring it out as you say, the tears of yesterday are washed away, but the memories are still in my grasp. Don't let anyone else use this flannel. <laughs> MB, don't let anyone else use this funnel. This ritual will bring a fresh start to your life. Your ex-husband, if you did... No, we're not even going there. I'm going to say, if he... This is not going to do it. What you need to do is talk to a good friend and get it all out. And if you can, maybe have a conversation with him. I don't know what your relationship is. It sounds like it's bloody awful, right? But maybe you need to have a little bit of um, clearance between the two of you. But I don't think uh, washing your face is going to do it. No, I don't think so. I think you do have to eventually just go, well, good luck to you. You know, away you go. And I hope you have a lovely time. And I hope you have a lovely time. Goodness gracious. Right, we're not doing that. Right, (laughs) so that is hopeless advice. But as I say, please get in touch with us. Why the hell don't you? Yeah. No one does. Now, Linda had this lovely story about the doggy that she met. And this is a lovely one. My mystic mutt. Somehow... Is your mutt mystic? I was talking to her and I... Not your muff, your mutt. (laughs) 
I was talking to her and I did get the very strong feeling that her name was Janet, so maybe... What do you mean? Well, there you are. That's the case in point. Well, I she don't said know whether my... it's true or not, but I just like animals. I always talk to them. How could you have a little dog that was lost in the lane, down the lane? Oh, hold on. Dogging down the lane. Yes. How could you have a little dog in your car and right. not chat to them? Come on now. And what, well, you thought her name was Janet? You I got you... the feeling her name was Janet. I don't know if it was true or not, but that's what I was calling her. Oh, OK. So, anyway, th- this, this story is called My Mystic... Mott. In a ghost up my family. No, no, Mott. Mott. <laughs> the moment she put her head in my lap and looked at me with those sad brown eyes. In a ghost up my family. I knew I couldn't leave Molly, a Jack Russell terrier in the dog. This town. does sound like you. Go on. <laughs> We've got to have her, I told my daughter Eve. Asterisk, not a real name. No. None of this is real. <laughs> but it wasn't just 10 <laughs> year old Molly's bleeding gaze that won me over. I knew if my beloved dad, Ralph, had still been alive, he'd have fallen for her too. Eve, then 18, and I were visiting the dog rescue centre in April 2011. This is why the asterisk, she's 18. Yeah. She's like, do not bring me into this shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 12 years to the day, Dad had been taken to hospital for an operation after being diagnosed with cancer of the heart. Okay, move on, keep it light. Sadly, Christ. never recovered, yeah, right, died. Yeah. So he died, right. We discovered Molly had been badly treated by her previous owners. Oh, I wonder how. About your pencil. Uh, They eventually abandoned her outside the rescue centre. So when we took her back to her house in Finchley, I expected her to be nervous or confused. Not a bit. She jumped up on the sofa, then stretched out as if she owned the place. Over the next few weeks, I began to notice similarities between her and Dad. What? What? He used to shit on the floor as well. And, and he also had eight nipples. <laughs> he had eight nipples. Wet nose. Stunk when he'd come in from the rain. <laughs> Scraped his bottom on, on the grass when we went for a picnic. <laughs> Dad had loved his food and Molly was the same. OK. When, whatever I was eating, she wanted it too. That's uncanny, isn't it, with a dog? Be, that would be annoying, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's uncanny. <laughs> yeah. Well, if your dad was there constantly saying, that would be <laughs> No wonder she's so chubby. <laughs> Eve often laughed. Molly's love of food wasn't the only trait she shared with Dad. She was loving but occasionally grumpy and stubborn. Just like him, Eve and I adored her. Then, in April 2017, when we'd had Molly six years, I gave up my job as a medium for a psychic TV channel. Right. To set up a business giving readings and holding psychic parties. It was something I'd longed to do, but I fretted as to whether I'd really be able to make it work. Oh, uh, You couldn't uh, see it coming. Psychic... Hey! Psychic parties, I think... (laughs) I think we know what that means. Go on. On the day of my first live Facebook stream, my stomach bubbled with nerves as I set up my recording equipment in the kitchen. Oh, I I could read those those bubbling sounds. Go on. (laughs) Sitting down in front of the camera, I started counting down, but there Molly disappeared. No, but then Molly appeared and began whining at my feet to come up on my lap. Bad timing, I blurted, picking her up and plonking her on my knees. I prayed she'd just lie down and go straight to sleep. But Molly had other ideas. Suddenly, she bolted upright, staring straight at the camera. It was too late to do anything. I was already transmitting live. Hello, I'm Fran, and this is Molly, my mystic mutt. Right, so she her immediate reaction was to come up with some bullshit. That's interesting, isn't it? Well, there you are. This is, this is that dog. <coughs> That's what the dog said. Go on. Suddenly, she bolted upright, staring straight at the camera. It was too... Oh, we've already done yeah, that I've bit. I've done that. Hold on, let's go back to this. <coughs> Molly's warm presence on my knee made my nerves melt away. I hope Ugh, it was the dog. Jesus <laughs> Christ. 
Soon I was confidently chatting away, enjoying every minute, and my viewers loved her. Oh, she's gorgeous. People started messaging my Facebook page. <laughs> After that, Molly often sat on my knee during transmissions. People loved her so much. <laughs> my viewing figures soared. And it soon became clear Molly was psychic too. It does happen! She always sat up and looked at the spirits who'd appear in the room to speak to her loved ones I was doing live readings for. If a spirit came through upstairs, she'd bring them downstairs for me, then sit next to them, and if a nervous spirit came through, Molly would wag in tail to reassure them. One day, when I was doing a Facebook Live, a spirit of a slim, dark-haired man in his 20s appeared, pacing oh, restlessly. Lovely. He'd committed suicide, oh. but regretted it, and now he was consumed with anger. As I looked at him anxiously, Molly growled at him. She was warning him to back off, protecting me. Straight away, he, straight away, he calmed down. Then, in June 2017, during a late-night show in my living room, the dirty cow, a familiar figure appeared sitting on the sofa. Dad, I gasped. <coughs> Molly simply trotted over to him, put his head in his lap, and, li and he, <laughs> he sat there smiling, fondly stroking it. Her, fondly stroking her. It was as if they already knew each other. I'll edit that bit out. That's disgusting. <laughs> then it clicked. Dad had sent Molly to help me with my work. She'd given me the confidence to start a new venture, watched over me and kept me safe. Thanks, Dad, I whispered. It certainly worked because I now have nearly 30,000 viewers across the world. Oh. Molly is a big part of the magic and the viewers are always asking after me. I've got a feeling this is just, this is just advertising for her time. <laughs> That's all it was, just getting to that 30,000 viewers. She's 17 now, poor Molly, and I know we haven't got long left together, but I know without any doubt she was a beautiful gift from my dad and is finally getting to live the heavenly life here on Earth that she deserves. And there's a little MB. Do you want to read that out? This is very sad. Recently, Fran had to make the heartbreaking decision to have Molly put to sleep. Oh. Because she wasn't cute anymore. <laughs> she looked a bit rough. Oh. <laughs> That, that is unfair and probably libelous. That is but not true. But says she knows she'll always be just... A whisper. What? Not a whisper. Like a dog whisper. Oh, that is disgusting. <laughs> just a lipstick away. <laughs> <laughs> no, just... My gran used to have a dog and it used to do the most silent, like silent but deadlies. Oh, like, bloody hell. And the fart noise wasn't like a whisper. It was like a... Oh, that's disgusting. This is going to have to cheer me up. <laughs> I'm going to go down the lane and get away from that story. Well, Linda, thank you for that lovely story about a dog blowing yeah. off at the end there. <laughs> what are you going to be up to when you leave this place? Oh, I'm going to get my hair cut. Oh, are you? Yeah, I need Where it. are you going? Well, she comes to my house, actually. Oh, does she? Yes, it's What, the council send her around? What? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, they come with around a the council van, yeah, with a streamer. No, she's very nice. I used to go to the salon. She, she's gone... Is that why uh, you hired that skip? <laughs> <laughs> she's gone mobile and she goes mobile in my house every two months. 
I bet you are right, old gossip, we don't you? We do. We put the telly on, watch some crap while oh. we, we process is going on. How lovely. Mm. Well, look, let's get to the hard sell like this lady. Septem- Sunday, September the 24th, the 100 Club. You know how funny that it sounded last time. We're going to make a few changes, aren't we? Yeah, we'll make it a bit slicker. A bit slicker. We're going to do that on Sunday the 24th September, Sunday the 15th of October. All these doors, 6.30, show at 7. Sunday the 26th of November, doors, 6.30. Show at 7 And Sunday the 3rd of December Please come and see this show live At the 100 Club, 100 Oxford Street Go to wegottickets.com And then look for Clinton Baptiste Sunday Seance Linda, I think you'll agree Is a wonderful, wonderful Well, contributor, if a little cynical To this show Balance, it's all about balance It's all about balance It's all about balance Alright, well, listen, have a wonderful time I hope your hair Let's say improves. <laughs> Good luck with that. And oh, uh, thanks, Clinton. Uh, see you next week, my love. I like your hair. Oh, thank you. you it's, put it on. it's just over there somewhere. All right, lots of love. The old ones are the old ones. Bye bye. My thanks. As ever, to Linda Pollock, Leo Woodhill, Shelley O'Neill, Eric Rushton, to David Brinkworth for our playout music, and to the wonderful Glow for singing it. And thank you for joining us and the spirits and that. Recording this show, this show live Sunday 24th of September, doors 6 30, show at 7. Sunday the 15th of October, Sunday the 26th of November, Sunday the 3rd of December. Please go to wegottickets.com and look for Clinton Baptiste Sunday Seance. And if you're not pig sick of me by then, why don't you come and see my first solo stand-up tour, Roller Ghoster, all over the country from March 2024. It's going to be a corker. Please go to clintonbaptist.com forward slash tour. That's enough of the hard sell now. See you next week. Namaste. I know where you were last Saturday. And I hope you had a lovely time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Yeah, right. Clinton Baptiste here, offering you the chance to enjoy my Patreon podcast for free for seven days. So many people have been joining me over there. It's a shame that you're not. Uh, we've got videos, cartoons, we've got uh, all sorts of stuff, uh, uh, all the old back catalogue and a chance for exclusive dibs on tickets before anyone else. Please come to patreon.com forward slash Clinton Baptiste. All right, spirit fading now. See you there. Fading nail.